0: Jen Zamperali on 2FM with Leia Healthcare, always a beat ahead. Visit leahhealthcare.ie. Leah Healthcare, looking after you always.
1: F-I-E-N-D-N-I. Jen's Friends.
0: Just Friends. Yep,
2: may as well do it now. We're sure, we're all here now. Uh, it is time for Jen's Friends, and this week's Jen's Friends are comedian Steve Mullen and writer and performer Kieran E.A. How are you, lads?
1: How are you? Good morning.
2: Happy New Year and all that.
1: Happy Happy New Year, good to see you again. It's
2: good to see us, it's good to see us. How was, I have I'm sorry, I can't move on
0: until (laughs) I ask the question. How was your Christmas, Ciara? <laughs> oh, God.
1: <It>
0: was <laughs> what was my pre-prepared line? I'm like, it was great. I spent it down in Kerry. It was very wholesome. Okay. Yeah. Stephen?
1: Yeah, Grand, yeah. I, I have a nice mix. My daughter's family are uh, in Portugal, so a couple of days there. Came back and went straight to work on the 27th. So uh, I was actually happy to do that because I, f- I hate that week. It's too quiet. It's too quiet. So That's too quiet. It's too quiet. So it's not, audiences, I think, are just nice to be out of the house and away from families then. Yeah. yes, They're gigs. Yeah. Yes,
2: yes, yes. yes. <laughs> um, okay, we had a very busy week. First week back, and loads of people were texting into the show because uh, it was too long, the break. The yeah. break was too long. too long. It was too, too bloody long. long. Um, we were talking about slagging on Monday when we asked <laughs> whether you could take a slagging as well as give one at home, in school, whatever. Some of the calls were genuinely quite mad. Stephen. How did your move from Cork to Dublin <laughs> just change your whole take on slagging.
1: I think it was uh, a tough, a tough age of 14 years of age to be moving up That's and tough kind of age. like you're you're the outsider, you're the cold sheep, blah, blah blah blah. And uh, I, d- I don't think I took to it that well. I remember slagging going on in the school, Robbie Kelly, if you're listening, and he was he was just how ha- I can look back and he was just having the crack, mm. but I couldn't let whatever it was go, and I never forget feeling a bead of sweat going down my forehead, and he started crying. Going he's cra- he's literally cracking up look at him he's cracking up so I don't think it was that good but then I did have another memory I do remember winning a slagging match one of these moments when the whole bus is listening on the top of the 38 on the way back from a Boas game and I got in the last line and there was a round of applause. And I was just like, hallelujah, I'm fitting in. Yes, <laughs>
2: yes. But what about when you're on stage and people heckling? You've obviously mastered that.
1: Yeah, but, but it's never, it's never too, um, it, it's all, like, there's. it's rare that a heckler has anything good, to be honest. And quite yeah. more often than not, you just have to repeat what they've just said. And, and everyone starts laughing at them. It's never good. I was at Frankie Boyle the other night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, go on. Well, he's full on. I mean, it's not repeatable on the road, right, but man, okay. he, like, if you heckle, he'll kick you out and then he'll abuse you all the way out to the door in front of a thousand <laughs> people. It's amazing. Not surprised. Yeah.
2: Ciara, <laughs> you had to uh, you had to deal with uh, your family heckling you uh, during a, a PowerPoint presentation? Oh, yeah. What?
0: Oh, yeah, so we um, wanted to plan our family holiday this year and there's five kids in my family, so it's, you know, a lot of ideas going around. So we said, we'll just do a presentation. So we all had our PowerPoints ready. But it wasn't so much during the presentation. They're very supportive during the presentation, which I spent days, like type A personality. I spent so long, I went into a travel agent. I'd researched like sunset times, sun, everything. Like I did it and then my presentation won. And I was enjoying it for about 10 seconds until my brother started talking about how his would have been better. And he's so sad that we weren't going to Malta. And I, like, I'm like, i a poet, right? That I, That is my soul. So I feel so many feelings. Like my catchphrase growing up with my family was, you hurt my feelings. <laughs> <laughs> like, they still slag me about that. But I went home and I was up until three o'clock in the morning researching Malta and like feeling really bad. And like texting my boyfriend and being like, I think we should go to Malta. Like he was just like, "Kira, like, so I can't. Take a slaggy You can take a slaggy Even can't. though your family Can be quite slaggy They can be quite slaggy
2: Which is interesting Because I'm from a very slaggy family And I'm well able to take a slag And I thought it was because It came
0: from a slaggy family Well I can take it If it's like lighthearted, Like I can laugh at myself mm. Yeah But if I think someone else is upset Like it makes me very upset Okay Yeah Okay you're I, sensitive soul. Oh, you are It's how we show
1: affection In Ireland though as well Isn't it you're not I like, think you know, so I love you fathead. <laughs> <laughs>
2: i I'll think so i think so <laughs> on tuesday we heard about listener's top tips to get a response in someone's dms right sliding in someone's dms kira how did your po- poetry lead you into some kind of salty situations go on
0: very good Um, so I wrote a poem about being bisexual and it's called Sticky Toffee Pudding and Chips and the image in the poem is that women are sticky toffee pudding (laughs) and men are chips you know men are everywhere and they're so available but they're so comforting and women are like kind of more special but anyway I wrote this poem put it out on the internet didn't expect the result was going to be like endless men messaging me being like Oh, I saw your poem. It's really good, but I hope you'd like to try my chip. Oh, my gee. chip is really tasty, and I was like, I didn't have this. I hope you want
2: pictures of the chips. No, no okay, pictures, thank God.
0: But like days. one of them was like, I have a nice curry chip, and I was like, I don't know what that means. Yeah, I don't yeah, know, what yeah. you
1: know what that means. <laughs> where is this going. Yeah, <laughs>
2: yeah, it's a thing that that just happens now on Instagram all over the place. But Stephen, what's your best way to get a response? Um, and what's the worst kind of DMs you've gotten over the years?
1: I have never really kind of used it as a way to try and get a response, dating wise, or I think you just compliment people it's just kind of if you're following people and you say something nice that's a that's a nice thing to mm-hmm. get because I know what it's like on the other side when someone thinks they're paying you a compliment and it's not nice mm-hmm. and you feel like an idiot but I often get because like people might come to see a show and then it's a night out so they're all drinking so then they think it's a good idea to send an old DM afterwards and I got one <laughs> nice voice note from a bunch of women oh no and still on the night out and I don't I just remember them going do you, do you like steak and kidney pie do you <laughs>
0: another food metaphor yeah (laughs) Yeah.
1: exactly Exactly. yeah well i think we're missing out what does that mean okay
2: so yeah put the phone away when you had a few scoops i think is the top tip yes i think
0: though if you're on stage it's just something people kind of all three of us probably have experienced this people feel there's like an extra draw it adds like three points Mm. you
1: know yes definitely yeah yeah
0: i hear you so on wednesday we heard that speed dating is back it is back
2: lads in Australia, they're mad for the speed dating, okay? Now, I've spoken to many people on the show over the five years I've been doing it. Oh, And I always ask them, how did you meet your partner? We do it on Partners Under Pressure And they, not once have I got speed dating. Not once. Always oh, yes. online or through a friend. Um, Have you ever tried it or, or would you? Would this be a thing you would give a go?
0: I did it in college. Did I you? Think. Yeah, they used to do like speed dating just for fun in college, yeah. It was good. You have five minutes. Is that right? I think we had one. Oh. Like, I think oh. it was. I think that's enough because you, you kind of know. <laughs> Personally.
1: Yeah. Chips or sticky toffee pudding? <laughs> Come on. Let's what go. kind of
0: questions are you asking in a minute? I don't I mean when I, that was when I was 19 and I had no brain. Mm. But like now I would ask people things like what would they what would their superpower be? Or like do they match their socks? Or like What's their controversial opinion? Just something like to see how they react. It's not really about the answer. It's more how they react. Okay, Cormac was mad
2: for asking people what
0: bands they like.
1: Okay. Oh, I
0: would do that and then I'd say, uh, do you listen to any women? Yes, she would. That is so you. That's exactly what she would do.
1: test question, yeah, yeah, What
2: question? I'm asking them, are they married? Because you just we want to be clear in the beginning, don't you? Are you
1: single? Yeah. And it could be like whatever you're up that's for that true. night,
2: you know, yes or no, could be good or could be bad. But, you know, that's a very important question, I feel. What would you be asking someone on a one minute speed date? Oh,
1: geez, one minute. That's pressure. I mean, I really had to think about this one. I was like, I don't know. I would just be like straight up. Conversation like I mean I'd be all up for speed dating now like I think everybody oh everybody's sick of that desperate I'm not saying that on national radio.
2: Why wow, are you saying no, to give anything a go at this stage?
1: No, but no, but like I just I'm much more for the in-person thing. Yeah, I'm fed up of screens and I, and everyone listening, everyone who's on dating apps, they're all sick of them. Everyone's sick mm-hmm. of them. So from that perspective, it was an opportunity to meet people in real life. I'm better at conversation yeah. than texting. So, uh, totally. Yeah. I'd be totally okay. Up for okay.
2: Okay. Okay. Um, now, what do you think? Um Thirty-four being too young to run the world because we're we're all about empowering young people. Blah blah blah. Two FM. All that. On Wednesday. <laughs> Uh, we also asked if the new French Prime Minister, who's about 11, is too young to do the job, <laughs> right? Now, I actually was all for it. I was the one, I was like, it doesn't matter, it's about life experience, where they came from. I'm, I'd much rather someone who is 34, run the country, who has had life experiences, worked in the real world, has had a real job than somebody who's born with a silver spoon in their mouth and who is 60 and gets the job, whatever. I don't think age is a factor, but what do you think? How would you feel if the next Prime Minister was was under 34 was in their 20s. Do you think they have enough life experience to run a country?
0: Kira go on. I kind of agree with what you're saying now, but I think originally when you I don't think I think young people have enough. They have the youth, they have the <laughs> cartil- cartilage in their knees. The <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they should be running the country. I think that's one of the things that comes with age that you can really see things from a different perspective and and also all all young people myself included because I'm young. Um don't really know anything we just Google everything I feel like as you get older you do actually just know things so I'd prefer someone with a bit of wisdom mm. What do you think
2: Stephen is there a certain age you, you shouldn't be allowed to do a big job like that
1: I think tw- 20s is, is, is kind of tricky but I, I 100% agree with you with the life experience thing and then when I was thinking about it yesterday I was thinking about some of my favourite politicians of the last year look I'm <laughs> I'm, I'm virtue sequeling here but Jessica Arden in, yeah. in New Zealand was amazing mm-hmm. and then we have Angela Rayner who's the deputy leader of the Labour Party in the UK they're probably going to come into government next her life have you heard about her her life is no. crazy she was basically caring for her mother from six years of age her parents weren't literate she had really tough upbringing um, single mother from 16 she only got into politics joined the Labour Party at 35 and she's 43 now so it's just 8 years she didn't go to university she just came up through the care system they asked her to join the union she is amazing and then you look at her she was in Vogue magazine last month as well she's super cool wow. so I think the key from the two of them is that mothers should be uh, leading the country because because they're that cause their lead, like, They're starting society from the very bottom. They're dealing with you. Put that down. Pull up your trousers. What's the difference from the doll? Anyway, this um, is part
0: of his dating pitch, by the way. <laughs> I'm so feminist. <laughs> uh, yesterday callers
2: were in touch about the phrases that drive them mad. After Nando's admitted they know they drive people mad. Asking, have you been to Nando's before? nick here has it happens, Has it happens, you used to
0: work in Nando's. I used to work in Nando's in Canada. Yeah.
2: And, and did you have to say that phrase how many times uh, I don't have, you remember. I don't, have you been I mean, to Nando's before?
0: I don't think I ever said that. But okay. I used to have to say, um, how spicy would you like that? But they wouldn't understand me, so I'd have to say, how spicy would you like that? How spicy would and you like And then like, eat in or take out. And that's how I had to say it every time, yeah.
2: Was that annoying? Did that grate on you after all? I, I just
0: didn't want to get the accent. So I, you know, but I was there for three months. It was fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but <laughs> and now I just remember I used to wear that Nando's. I had a top from Nando's and I used to wear it for, to the gym for like six years afterwards.
1: Yeah. I just thought it was
0: nice.
2: There was a lot of phrases that came in that really, really, really annoy people. One thing that really got on people's nerves was uh, when they order coffee and they ask for it extra hot.
1: Yes. I, I was. Uh, Are yeah. you one of those people? Oh, I um, I was a Bristol for years and mm-hmm. I couldn't for the extra hot because the whole point of, especially if you work in certain places, you have to prepare it to the correct temperature so it can be consumed immediately. So when they ask for extra hot, I used to burn. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> they're basically the saying you're yeah, but you should... have to burn the milk. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Oh, really? Well, in order, if extra hot, it's, I think it's 63 degrees is optimum. No, is that meat? Anyway, <laughs> 63. There's a certain temperature that if you go above, you start to burn them, you start to change the flavor of the milk. So yeah, you mm-hmm. have to stick within it. Yeah, but extra hot is, is, is okay. annoying. Yeah. Oh, it is. Is annoying any
2: other stuff. phrases? What is there any phrases that that really annoy you? I
1: don't know if the, if it's that. But lots of people are saying bougie at the moment. Have you heard that one? Yes, yeah. It's I really, really? like that place. It's really bougie, is it? Yeah, shut up
2: do we actually know what bougie means exactly I, I was trying to look do. it up but
1: what does bougie mean is it so kind of bougie vibes You know. is it
2: kind of I don't know they're clinking champagne glasses yeah. and they're having a fab time and yeah. they're eating oysters and they're yeah, you know they've, they're just
1: spending vibes. money for yeah, no reason yeah, just, just bougie ridiculous bougie vibes immensely. and vibes but as well vibes oh. is vibes
2: vibes <laughs> is
0: very very you know emotional. when you're in a restaurant though and they say are, are you still working on that and you're like I'm not <laughs> oh, working also when people say can I do the salmon can I do Yes, yeah. yeah uh, that's
1: Yeah, that's a great one. Okay. That's a great one. I'll do the...
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh, we need to talk about sexual interest from the animal kingdom. Okay? I'm just <laughs> okay. going to throw this in here. I'm just going to throw this in. Uh, you might want to whack on your headphones for this because I have a little clip. Have you got your headphones there? Yep. Okay, so uh, this is the last one. Uh, don't ask me why. But on Monday, um, apparently... I don't know what this clip is, but wild animals, I have a vague recollection. I said this. Well, first of all, get your texts in. Have you ever been... Ridden by a wild animal. <laughs> or has a wild animal, we're trying to, you know, mount you. <laughs> I know why I said this because we were talking about animals in the wild, and I have a friend who shall remain nameless. Uh, Fungi tried to mount him um, in Dingle once, oh, and lovely. he dislocated his shoulder trying to swim onto the boat. <laughs> And he was airlifted to Galway Hospital or somewhere. Um, yeah, and that is a real story and they were talking about frisky animals in the wild. Uh, Stephen, your mum had a very racy encounter not long after moving here from Argentina. Is that right? Yeah. Paint me a picture. A picture Like, what went down? What happened?
1: She. Took, I, I called her last night to confirm this because she told me I was, Basically, she moved from Buenos Aires in 1983 to rural Tipperary and they were living in this kind of farmland but they would kind of have to help out to, you know, uh, on, on farm work and all that stuff. So the first day she was asked to do some weeding and I'm not joking, my mum had never seen nettles before so she came back after 10 minutes the hands red raw didn't know what was going on so he said I'll give you an an easier job so he asked her to go and brush the calf (laughs) nice job these are my mom's words I went into the barn I closed the door I can't open it I start brushing the calf and he gets the wrong idea (laughs) (laughs) he's standing up I can't open the door I'm banging the barn let me out you know (laughs) And yeah, uh, so, so, so some woman comes along and lets her. I said, what did you say to Joan Fenton to get out? She said, like, I just, I don't know. He's excited, you know. <laughs> Next day, she was given the job of cleaning the cooker. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I love it. Uh, Kiri, you need to tell me who Max is. Who is Max?
0: <laughs> Max is my deceased dog, Aww. my childhood dog. Um, but yeah, my, my siblings always like me that he used to hump my leg, which I don't remember. But yeah.
2: He loved you. It's very hard to explain that to a child
1: because mm. yeah. well,
2: my dog has a, is only nine months old and hasn't been spayed yet and loves an L hump of the leg oh. <laughs> or my kid's arm or like, it's just, it's very Cushion. uncomfortable. Yeah, everything. Yeah. And I don't know what to say to my kids. They're like, why is he doing that? I'm like, I don't want to say because he likes you an awful lot or I'm like, he's he's he has his belly is very itchy I say <laughs> oh okay oh, that's yeah, a good that's one good. A good well one? played well thank played. you see thank Jen you. for
1: presidency uh, <laughs>
2: lads that's all we have time for thanks for being my friends lovely to see you both um, what is happening with you Stephen are, are you going on tour are you on tour can people get tickets Tell yeah me. I'm
1: going on tour Ireland and the UK starting in Carlow oh. and Clamell all the hot spots um, uh, yeah go to thestevenmullen.com or follow me on Instagram at thestevenmullen and the new show is called Paddy Latino
2: so amazing Kier, what's happening with you this year
0: um, well I'm making a short film actually oh go yeah. yeah very very excited. My first time as writer and director. So if anyone wants to follow me on social media, it's Misha Kira. Um, and also there's a fundraiser there for my film. She
1: speaks
0: Irish as well. Oh, Irish. You speak Spire, We do. Yeah. <laughs> on 2FM with Leia Healthcare. Always a beat ahead. Visit leahealthcare.ie. Leia Healthcare.
2: Looking after you always.